Good evening with a look at Radio Cayman's local sports. I'm Dion Anglin. Cayman drew one all with Bermuda in Game 4 of the FIFA CONCACAF World Cup qualifying in Group B. Head coach Benjamin Pugh says he was quite pleased with the outcome, saying Cayman played very well. I thought we were excellent. I thought we played really well. In my opinion, we certainly deserved to win the game. We created far more chances than them and we restricted them. And, and we kind of, we out-battled and out-fought them uh, throughout the whole game. And they were a very good side. Bermuda were far above us in the world rankings. They... Yeah, the number of players who play at a very good level. So the fact that we were we were so brave both in and out of possession was really pleasing. And, um, and as I said, we were very, very unlucky not to come away with the win. On another day, we could win the game maybe 3 or 4-1 even. So a uh, really good game and it's nice to sign off on a, on a positive note after these World Cup qualifiers. And I think that sets the standard for the games going forward. We're obviously bitterly disappointed with our performance against Aruba, but that's football. You know, sometimes this happens and what's important is we bounce back well and uh, we'll certainly be better off for this experience and, and better off in the Nations League games next time out. The Cayman Islands is now ranked number 193 to Bermuda's 169. Captain Joshua Frederick says Cayman were the underdogs going into this competition. We did well being the basically the dark horses going into the game, um, not expecting to get anything out of the game. And, we're playing against Bermuda and taking it to them, especially them being a team that of recent has been qualifying for the Gold Cup. But I felt that we held our own, we gave everything, we, we played with no fear, and we were the better team over the 90 minutes, and we should have got more out of the game. The six group winners from the first round of CONCACAF qualifying advanced to the next stage. The top team in Group B, which is Canada, will face the winner of Group E, which is made up of Haiti, ranked number 84, Nicaragua, ranked number 149, Belize, ranked 170, St. Lucia, ranked number 175, and Turks and Caicos Islands, ranked 203, in a home and away playoff in June. The three winners of the second round matchups move on to the final round of CONCACAF qualifying, joining Mexico, number 9, the United States, number 22, Jamaica, number 47, Costa Rica, number 50, and Honduras, number 64. The eight nations will play each other home and away, with the top three automatically qualifying for the World Cup. The fourth-place nation will play in an intercontinental playoff for a chance to go to Qatar. National under-16 basketball action continues on the weekend. The league has seen quite a few talented young athletes with potential. CI Hoopsters and Istray won their games last Saturday. Hoopsters coach Daniel Augustin says it was a tough game against coach Ed Pellet-Rosa and his CIS squad. We did weather the storm. We started off a little slow. I think they caught their guns and their, their pistons were firing a lot more in the third and fourth. I just thought they played better as a team. They were moving the ball, passing the ball around to each other, making their necessary cuts, screening and rolling and so forth. You know, and tenacity brought them to the end of the road today and determination. And I like the way the other team played today because when they first started the league, they were a lot weaker. But of course, as the league continues, everyone improves. What did you think of their performance today? Well, I'm, I'm really taken back to actually see that level of turnaround so quick in such a short time because from losing 20-25 points to just losing by one point after just playing three games in a tournament so I think that's a huge improvement you know from across the table also to just nice basketball being played at this youth level. Coach Timothy Howard with Istray says the goal was for his team to impose their will against coach Sean Pitterson and the Warriors. What I told my guys to do was play smart our strategy was play hard defense 
get out in transition, get the score up, and from there, basically, just keep imposing our will until we get a win. What did you think of your opponents tonight? Uh, they're a very tough team, a team of very good guards, a lot of young prospects for Cayman basketball, and I think that they will be our toughest challenge for the season and somebody that we are focusing on beating in the finals. Talk to me, since you said season, what did you think of the basketball season this year? The season this year, I was actually surprised that we actually did have as, as much teams as we did with the circumstances. But I think that everything is, is still flowing, still good. And a lot of good young players coming up that I haven't seen before that are shining and developing well. The next under-16 match will play at 3 p.m. at the Ark in Kimana Bay this Sunday. And it's a major milestone for CIBC's First Caribbean's largest cancer fundraiser, Walk for the Cure. Here's Radio Cayman's Shanta Gallego with the details. Walk for the Cure celebrates 10 years, and to mark the milestone, the bank's businesses across the region is celebrating in three ways this year. The traditional walk with friends and family, a drive for the cure, or a virtual event. Planning for this year's event is already underway with the bank's walk management teams. The event is scheduled to take place during the first weekend in October. The walk began as part of the celebrations to mark the bank's 10th anniversary and takes place across its 60-member footprint. It has raised over 2.9 million U.S. dollars over the past nine years. The funds generated from the walk are used primarily to assist with the purchase and maintenance of equipment used in the diagnosis and treatment of cancer patients. They're also used to provide assistance, care and counseling to patients and their families, as well as to raise awareness and stress the importance of early detection through education campaigns across the region. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman Sports. Thank you, Shanda. That'll do it for Radio Cayman's local sports for this evening. I'm Dion Anglin.